This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. No balls, two strikes, two out. Urias to Adamas. Call strike three. The Dodgers win. Finally, the wait is over. The Dodgers are the champions of 2020. In a year like no other where joy has been so hard to come by. Tonight, tears of joy, let them flow. Tonight, there is joy in Mudville. The curse of 88 is 88 and out the gate, and the Dodgers are celebrating out of the middle of the field between home plate and the pitcher's mound. The Dodgers, for the first time since 1988, 32 seasons are the champions of baseball. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. But does it count? That was the conversation all uh, last year during the truncated 60-game season. Does it count? Does it count? Of course it counts. All trophies count. The fans are going to remember their team winning a championship. They're not going to say, oh, it's like a half of a title because it was uh, in the pandemic year. Like, no, that's... That's not what people are going to think. Ridiculous. Ridiculous idea there. Of course, of course it counts. And the Dodgers won the World Series and you cash those tickets if you had a future on them and they keep on adding. So now the question is, can you go elsewhere in the National League or the World Series futures? And maybe it provides some value for you. Joe Zoski, Ryan Horvat, BetQL Daily. This is the BetQL Audio Network uh, so Ryan, we've got we've had World Series odds. I think division odds have been posted as well. But starting yesterday at numerous books, we started getting some win totals. Some awards are up. I haven't placed any wagers, but and I haven't taken a deep dive yet. I, I do like doing this. I think I've, I've done pretty well. I had Bauer last year at fifty to one, so you can find some value. I'm the idiot living in Chicago. I didn't even bet on Jose Abreu, and he was one hundred to one to be the MVP. Yeah, yeah, I um, I wish that I would have. I actually didn't play any futures. Oh, I did. I had a Christian Yelich future last season, and then I had a side bet even in the shortened season uh, with the ho- with the co-host of our show out in Milwaukee uh, that Christian Yelich would still hit 22 homers in the shortened season, and, and he didn't. Um, last year was rough, man. I did have a Dodgers future. I just I figured if the Dodgers are finally going to win a World Series, it's going to be that year where you'd have some people that would put an asterisk next to it. Um, I love that call heading back into the rejoin where it's the Dodgers have finally won the World Series. Those scrappy underdogs finally got to get it. Got, got it done last year. It I was a long wait. 
It was a long wait for them. I it, They may have bought it, but it was a long wait. They definitely bought it, and they've attempted to buy it every single year, whether it's bringing in Manny Machado. I mean, you look at that lineup. You look at that rotation. How do, you not, how do you not go back to it? Now, is me? I, I won't. Like, you buy futures at short numbers. I don't. So I'm always looking for a reason to go somewhere else. Um, I'll go elsewhere because I'll say, well, it's, it's still baseball, and mm-hmm. – we know how uh, tough it is to repeat in this game, even though it's not a true 162 game repeat. It's still such a challenge for everything to go your way in back-to-back seasons. And it's giving me a better number on some very talented rosters like the Padres. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because I have dove in a little bit. Um, not only with now win totals I have not seen yet on points bet last night, though I did see awards, which yeah. there's a couple things that I really like. Uh, some good value there. And then I did actually place one quick wager. The Padres right now plus 800 to win the World Series, plus 400 to win the National League, and then the Nationals 18 to 1 to win the National League. I also like. Yeah, let's hit on these. These are not official plays for the show that we're going to track. We're going to wait until as far as win totals go and uh the season futures like awards, World Series and all that. We'll wait till at least all the books have have most of their numbers posted. And uh, we, we can get some more information on the season. But the Dodgers are the favorite at plus 350 over at points bet. Yankees the second favorite at plus 550. And you just mentioned the Padres plus 800. White Sox plus 900. Braves plus 1,000. Uh, Padres at 8 to 1. You still think there's value there or you just you just believe, okay, they're one of the top two through three teams in all of baseball. So I'm going to roll with them and I get more than double the odds of the Dodgers. Well, it's just the three teams that I really like in the national league. all have projected 18 game winners. I also kind of like the nets plus 50 in the national league because of their rotation. I just feel like there's more question marks with the Mets. Is Thor going to be healthy? Is Marcus Stroman going to be healthy? You know what DeGrom's going to be, but the rest of that rotation, I just think there's too many question marks. You look at the Padres, that rotation is, it's like a video game now. They have you Darvish, they have Blake Snell, they add that to the rotation. You look at the Dodgers, they add Trevor Bauer, they have Walker Bueller still there, Clayton Kershaw, David Price should be back this year. And then you look at the Nationals, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Nationals. Now, how much does John Lester have left in the tank? I think it's good enough probably to be your fourth or fifth starter. Uh, is Strasburg going to be healthy? Patrick Corbin's great. Max Scherzer. So the three teams that I'm really looking at in the National League, I feel like everybody's going to be on the Padres. They're the hot team. I, I really like the Padres. I find myself rooting for them. Um, but again, yeah, Padres, Nationals, Dodgers. I like those three teams because, again, you got three guys that are projected to win 18 games, and it comes down to pitching, especially – if Major League Baseball is telling the truth and the ball is not going to be juiced this year, I'm looking at the best rotations. So Nationals 35 to one, I mean, or 30 to one. That's 30 to one. Yeah, yeah, that's not terrible. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll look to see if there's any value down the board a little bit. You know, AL Central, you got the White Sox at nine to one. They're going to be the public team again. The mm-hmm. Chicago people are going to bet them over. They're a young team. They improve the rotations. Starters one through three, very good. Kopech, a guy that people thought is going to be a stud. Maybe he will be, but if he's ready, he's going to be their four starter. I mean, they're they're talented throughout. The lineup is sick. They probably need to add a corner outfielder, but in no way are the twins are are the White Sox twice as good as the twins. You know what I mean? Like the White Sox are nine to one and Minnesota sitting there at 20 to one. They could easily win the American league central. 
Well, like the biggest question mark I have with the White Sox is the rotation. It's the health. And is Michael Kopech going to be available this year? Is he pitching for the White Sox? But that, I, that's back end stuff. You, you really worry about that because you've got Giolito, Lynn now, and Keuchel. And then it's okay. At the end of the rotation, we'll, we'll make it work with Kopech, Cease, Ronaldo Lopez. You need a couple of those guys to come through. So I guess like Kopech's just the wild card where if he is available yeah. and if he's half as good as like we thought he's that good. he was going to be, then yeah. then I could see the White Sox as a realistic World Series uh, contender. Now I'm with you. I just think that they're going to be the public team. Uh, I actually faded the win total last year and I took the under big mistake. Ooh. I mean, I, that lineup, I mean, there's three, four guys in that lineup that could realistically win and win AL MVP. Like I'm looking at Tim Anderson. I think there's good value right there. Um, Yasmani Grandal. I mean, I think he's like plus 3000 to win AL MVP. So if they get the run production, it may not even matter who's in that rotation. Now, I mean, like another thing is when we start to project like win totals and you look at futures, everybody has the same concerns every single season. It doesn't matter what team you're rooting for, who you want to back. Everybody's concerned with the bullpen. Yeah. And the, the challenge there is year to year, the bullpens in baseball, the toughest thing to project, like good luck. We think we have a bullpen. But something goes wrong with a guy with uh, your last line of defense with the closer, and he completely changes the outlook of your entire bullpen. Right. So who knows? I mean, right. Theo Epstein's talked about that so many times. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a guess. You're kind of like doing a coin flip if you think you're going to have a, a good bullpen or not from year to year. But th- there is some value, not any huge numbers. By the way, I mean, the Reds at 30 to 1, sometimes w- when a team gets hyped up, and they don't meet their expectations, everybody's off of them. They were a public team a year ago. It wouldn't surprise me if the Reds bounce back, and they're right there at the top of the NL Central. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. What are your thoughts on the Cubs heading into this season? See, I never really... They're going to be terrible. Not according to Pakoda, though. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And Pakoda says the the Cubs are going to be better than the White Sox. They haven't had 85 wins. Okay, it's a poor division, so there's some free wins in the division. You know this. Uh, yeah, how about Pakota? got the Brewers winning the division. I'm not so sure about that one either. I would have had the Cardinals up there, but See. that's Cardinals or Reds. But that's that's me. I mean, the Cubs, they get rid of you, Darvish. Their number one starter is Kyle Hendricks. And once you get to the two spot, now we're like, I don't know, Zach Davies? Like four out of five days, it's a problem. Right. Right, and you look at that rotation, like who throws over 100 miles an hour? Like you got Hendricks, you have – you brought up Davies. Um, I I was shocked that they weren't Alec higher Mills. on this. Alec yeah. Mills. Exactly. Well, he does have the no-hitter, but I'm worried about that rotation. And also, like, are the Cubs going to be sellers? Like is Chris Bryant going to finish the season yes. in Chicago? Um, is Javi Baez going to have a bounce-back year? I talked about this with my dad the other day with Javi Baez because I was taking a look once the MVP odds were released at him having a bounce back year. I feel like with Javi, there's certain players like Christian Yelich struggled last year. 
his strikeout rate was was ridiculous. And, I mean, he still takes a lot of walks, but he struck out more than ever. With Javi, I feel like he's the type of player that really needs fans. Like, he plays for the That's fans. That's what he said. That's what he said. I don't know, man. When, there were a lot of really good players last year that it, without fans, they had a lot of issues. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think people are giving him way too much of a pass. It's not he was below average. He was horrendous. If you look at the Fangraphs numbers, he was one of the worst players in all of baseball. So he goes from MVP caliber to almost winning the MVP. If if the season was two weeks shorter, I think he would have beaten Yelich for the MVP because Yelich snapped in those last couple of weeks, and that's when it seemed like he won that award. Right. To, a short time later, now you're like one of the worst players in all of baseball. I don't know. I'm not giving him like, okay, he's going to completely bounce back. He's going to be the old hobby vibes. He'll be better because he can't be worse, but I don't know. And they're saying the same thing about Chris Bryant. Right. Cubs, Cubs are not going to be that good. Well, with Chris Bryant, the power is just not there anymore, and it really hasn't been since the shoulder injury, since he got hit in the head uh, a couple years back. I See, I'm still high on Chris Bryant. I don't think he's ever going to be an MVP candidate again, but yeah. – I would want Chris Bryant playing third base or even in the outfield for my team. I do think he'll have a bounce back year, but for Javi Baez, plus 4,000 to win National League MVP, you don't see any value there because I was also looking, like you look at like how how they struggled last year, and, and the numbers obviously indicate that. Javi Baez, plus 4,000, that's a long shot to win NL MVP. And then even Christian Yelich, 12 to 1. I think that's good value for, for Yelich right there. Like if you look at it, his hard hit rate, was still the eighth highest in baseball. His walk rate, 18.6, still elite. He just struck out a lot. I can see him having a bounce back year. Um, now, as far as like MVP voting goes or any props that I'm playing, everything I play is going to be Tatis Jr. just because he's my favorite player in the bigs, and I'm going to be rooting for him. Um, but it, the NL Central is just way too hard to predict. But I was shocked to see Pakoda so low on the Cardinals and so high on the Brewers. You look at the Brewers, like what move did they make? Colton Wong? Like you look at that pitching staff. I like Brandon Woodruff. I like Corbin Burns if he could do what he did last year, but still just way too many question marks in the NL Central. So I was talking about this yesterday with Josh Nelson from SoxMachine.com, and he tweeted out an Excel sheet that he keeps updating with Pakoda projections, win totals that you find in Vegas, World Series odds. It's pretty cool. I tweeted out yesterday at Joe 0670, at Joe 0670. Uh, and he's going to keep updating it as we get more numbers, more win totals from different books. So you can take a take a quick look there and kind of compare. You can shop uh, quite easily without having to look up all the numbers. And we were just talking about the release of the awards for the MVP and the Cy Young. And, of course, Trout, a plus 200 favorite in the AL MVP. But we were just going down, uh, especially in the Cy Young, like the AL Cy Young, some of the numbers – are just laughable. Yeah. It, it feels like there's not a lot of value in the American League, but we found some pretty pretty decent names with some value on the National League side for the awards. Yeah, you know, in the American League, not a whole lot of value. I like Shane Bieber, but it's plus 400. In the NL, I really like Brandon Woodruff, 25 to 1. I mean, like if you look at it over the last two seasons, 14 and 8, over 35 starts, his ERA is right around 3. Um, his ERA last year, 305, the whip is there. Like that moved to elite areas last season. And he was pitching some of his best baseball last year in September. I think the strikeouts go up. The ERA goes down. I like Brandon Woodruff, 25 to one for the Brewers. 